0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve Power of Prayer. Um, You know, um, we all know the passage in Matthew 7. Where um, the the word says Jesus speaking. Ask and you shall receive. The original language there is ask and go on asking. Well, Pastor, isn't it unbelief to keep on asking for something that God has already spoken to? The problem with most of us is that. A lot of times, we don't know a for sure word from God on a situation we're praying for. And so it is under the authority of the teaching of Jesus himself, we need to ask and go on asking. You see, the Father of all heaven has given us the opportunity and the right to come boldly before the throne of grace and receive Condemnation, judgment, no, no. To receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Because of the shed blood of Jesus, there is an open throne there and we we have a bidding to come. In fact, James 4, 2 says, you don't have because you don't ask. Can I ask you something? Is your asker broken? I've heard Christians say a lot, well, I'm not going to bother the Lord about that. Now, I beg your pardon. The Word of God says that God is personally interested in every detail of your life. Even the hairs of your head are numbered. He knows every sparrow that falls across the universe. So you don't think He cares about your situation? That would be against the Word of God. Come boldly before that thought. You do not have... Because you do not ask. And sometimes we're too reticent to ask. I hear other Christians say. Well I'm not worthy to ask. Based on my performance lately. Can I tell you something. You're not ever going to be worthy. Christ has made you worthy. By faith he has granted you his right standing. Before the father in heaven. By his grace. Ask. Ask boldly. We have the right and the responsibility to ask. The next verse in James goes on to put, a, to put a hook in that. You don't have because you don't ask. It says you ask and don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives. So it would be wise for us to say, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus and I am asking you, to reveal to me what my motives are in asking for this and I'm willing to shift my prayer whichever way your Word and your Spirit tells me to go. Correct me if my motives are wrong. Do I just want this situation to be resolved because i had rather have relief than development? Sometimes all we want is relief when God wants us the process to go through the process so we'll be more developed in our relationship and intimacy with Him. So God, Lord, what are my motives? Um, are my motives in line with your word, which is your will? His will is always His word, and in line with the witness of the Holy Spirit in me, bearing witness? to that Word of God. Ephesians chapter 3, one of the prayers that I told you that we pray every day for you, ends with this, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we ask or think. Do you believe that? Do you believe God is able to do anything, that nothing is impossible with God? It's what the Word of God says. All that we ask or think. He's able to do exceedingly abundant. And you see, one reason we have such issues is because we don't really believe the promise. God, help us in our unbelief. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So a lot of my issue would be I hadn't gotten the Word of God on that issue yet. Need to continue to look and to seek. First Corinthians 2, 9 and 10 says this, I has not seen nor his ear heard, neither has even entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love him. Some believe that's just talking about heaven and it certainly is talking about heaven, but it's also talking about this journey here. All that God has prepared for us who love him, we hadn't seen it nor heard it yet. You know what that means? There needs to be some deep-rooted, Holy Spirit-led dreams on the inside of us. Visions in, their, in our inner man And the way to to connect with those visions in your inner man of what God wants to do is through prayer. Intimate time, not only of speaking with the Lord, but listening to the Lord through prayer. The passage I ask you to come to in Matthew 16, Jesus was asking the disciples, a simple question, who do men say that I am? And then he said, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter, verse 26. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the, the anointed one, the Christos. The, Christ means the anointed one by the Father, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. My father gave you that revelation. And I say to you, because of this revelation that you are now, I'm not calling you Simon anymore. I'm calling you Petros, rock. Did he always act like a rock? It wasn't many days before he was denying that he knew the Lord. But that was in the short term. In the long run, he became a pillar of the church. I say to you, because you got this revelation from the Father, on this rock of that revelation, I will build my church, my family, my gathered ones, you know what that word means, my little anointed ones, (laughs) and the gates of hell shall not prevail against, you ever seen a gate out fighting, gate doesn't do anything but stand there, those of us who have revelation that the Jesus, the anointed one lives in us are supposed to knock those gates down. A gate is not an offensive weapon. It's a defensive weapon. Hell has to be stormed by the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the anointed one, and nothing can stand against the anointed one. But the problem with us as a body of Christ is we don't have revelation of the mighty power that is in the anointed one. Matthew 28, 18, we all know 19 and 20, go ye therefore and make disciples. But do you know what 18 says? Matthew 28, 18, all authority in heaven and on earth is given to me, Jesus said. All authority. That's the authority you're gonna use to make disciples. So here's a question that I have. In light of that, go to verse 19, I will give you, you who have revelation that I am the anointed one, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Under the authority of the revelation of the Father. Not some squirrely nonsense, but that which is in line with the word and the will of God. So what are we doing about it? You can't turn on your television right now without everything across the whole world talking about the coronavirus. And if you continue to listen to that and you focus on all this, oh, it's going to be a a pandemic. Some of us have lived through some things. We lived through the outbreak of the AIDS virus and 80-something million people dying. We've lived through SARS and Ebola and all of that. And yet billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars were lost this week, not because of the coronavirus, but because of fear. This whole world system lies under the influence of the evil one, 1 John says. It is not the disease, it's the fear that's the problem. Less than 10 people in this whole country have contracted the coronavirus here. Less than 10. And there's 330 million people in this nation. What insanity. Yes, we should be wise. Yes, we should do our due diligence. Yes, we, could, yes, we should recognize we live in a dangerous world. Here's the problem. What if every one of us who really believed that Jesus was the anointed one of heaven? What if we really be- what if every believer across this world were to join together and say I have the revelation that the Father has put that Jesus Christ is the anointed one in heaven and on earth. He's greater than disease, he's greater than virus, he's greater than bacteria. What if every one of us across this world were to rise up and say, in the name of the anointed one, we buy the development of the coronavirus. What if? Oh, we couldn't do that. Read Matthew 16. Then make up your decision. What if we were to all believe it And what if God's children across this earth were to quit being so involved in all the petty nonsense of this world and begin to remember that we are children of the anointed one? What if? Taking the authority Praying in authority. What I'm encouraging you to do today is to take your prayers to and get out of your little comfort zone and get out there in new water and begin to seek the Lord and pray. You say, Well, Pastor, I'm afraid that I might be praying something that's not in the will of God. Don't worry about that. Even Jesus said, Lord, Father, I would like for this cup to pass from me. However, not my will, but yours. Just submit. If you're praying out of line, just say, God, if this is out of line, with well, your best for me and your are best for you. I ask you to just overrule this prayer and lead me in the way I need to pray. But don't stop praying. What if you were to take your prayer to a new level, that's when you would see new things going on that you've never seen before. I see miracles around here. But it's all been birthed in prayer. It's all been birthed in prayer. I want you to bow your heads with me. I'm closing. Told you to be short. Lord, stir our hearts, Lord. Oh, our hearts have been stirred today, But what we've heard, we have opportunities in prayer, and you've personally shown us some amazing answers. I pray right now for those who've prayed for so long who've longed and hurt and and suffered for so long with a child with an illness with a financial reversal with a broken relationship give them revelation a new revelation of the anointed one That you, O God, love them with a love that is indescribable. And I ask you, in the name of Jesus, that you will reach out and touch and bring some encouragement to these who've stood for so long. Show them some results, Lord. But more than anything, encourage them in their heart of hearts to believe and to stand and to pray with authority. Lord, stir us up to go on to new levels. God, I'm not asking you to make this a big church. I could care less about that. I'm asking you to make this a church who touches heaven in prayer with eternal results deep and broad and beyond what we can see or hear. Eye has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered even our hearts what you want to do right here. We pray believing that you will do it For your own glory. In the name of Jesus. Dean and I love you. I pray for you every day. We look forward to seeing you next week. Go with God. He's going with you. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.